Listener Production. First and foremost, we want to acknowledge that we're lucky enough to be recording this here podcast on the land of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. And we pay our respect to the people and their elders past and present and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be here today. You won Just, nine networks Lego Masters? Yeah, I yeah she won Lego Wait, Masters. We got someone very, very special coming in here today. She's been a longtime friend. She's a journalist, a TV presenter, a Gamilaroi woman, a fascinating person in many, many ways. A hila- I think she needs to get more credit as a comedian. Oh my God, she's fucking hilarious. She's one of the fucking funniest people out there. She's a silly Billy, just she like is. us. She's a silly Billy. It's the one, the only, Brooke, Brooke Boney. Mine doesn't work. <laughs> I think maybe we've broken it. Brooke, it is actually such a pleasure to have you on the show. In three, two... two wait, can we count upwards? One, two, Wait, where are we going to start? Two, three... Ne- never. To the moon! Yeah, to yeah. the moon and back. That's us. Perfect. <laughs> hey, let's talk about today. You've had a fucking crazy yeah, day. Yeah, it's been a crazy day in the office. So, we're recording this in the afternoon, and I did both shows today. So, I did my normal job on the Today Show as entertainment mm. host, and then I did the Today Extra show, and right as we were about to go to air... Oh, that's like ASMR. Uh, sorry to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it would work nice in the background. A bit of trickling coffee. Does that sound? Do you like that? Oh, that is nice. <laughs> I'm you scratching his the, back. Well, you know what else? <laughs> Scratches. <laughs> cats. Giant cats. Right as we That's were going on air, we got this alert that said, Everyone, Everyone beware. beware. There's, There's lions, lions escaped, escaped from, from the Taronga Zoo. Zoo. Or no, a, a lion. lion. And then the number just kept growing. And they were like, it's three, three lions. lions. And so we didn't know if they were like out in the public, like terrorizing <laughs> people in the streets or like. <laughs> a wild lion is running around running Sydney. Running around. <laughs> do, you like, do you remember a couple of years ago? Oh, actually, and now it's, it's not just one, but it's two lions it's, it's actually, running around it's Sydney multiplying. with your children. <laughs> Lightning speed. Oh it's splitting. God. So no, it it's got up to up five. To five lions running yeah. around Sydney. Now they all got back in. They all, well, let's find out. Let's see. So, yeah, this is what sorry, happened. Sorry. So, but this is how it was unfolding because we just heard that someone on the radio had called up and said, hey, my cousin works at the zoo. He just called me and told me this. So it was completely unconfirmed. And then Taronga said, yeah, actually, it wasn't four, it was five. There's like an adult one and four cubs. And we don't know how they got out. Normally they have like live stream cameras. Who knew that Sydney had five lions in possession? That's like uh, that's been a pride. It's a big sign that's of we live right in a there. good village. You know, we have five lions. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's a bad wow. thing, isn't it? It's bad to hold animals in captivity. No, nah, not if you're helping them, I guess, and feed them and give them a wonderful life. Cats are lazy. I'm going to tell mm. you now, my cat in captivity. Your lion. He was a rescue, by the way. But he loves his life not having to do anything. So what are you saying? Maybe we should race them. They're a bit too lazy. <laughs> yeah, set <laughs> yeah, them free. Settle up. Set them free again tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, no, so what happened? Like, they jumped over the fence in Taronga. So I don't know how they got out. Okay. And so they normally have like a live stream of all of the animal enclosures, but they shut them all down. I guess because they didn't want the other animals to see it and be like, hey, why aren't we doing this? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. The monkeys, they're always watching <laughs> yeah, the screens. The okay. go, 
What the fuck? Yeah. Why what didn't we fuck? think of that, you stupid monkeys? Yeah, so, yeah they get mad at each other. Yeah. All the monkeys Causes some suffer. sort of monkey yeah. outbreak. You know, yeah. we don't need that. We have too we many things going on. There's already lions running yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. We don't monkeys need them. are fucked enough as it is. So, but Just imagine throw that this. in the mix. Okay. They escaped from their little enclosure, and, but then there's a bigger enclosure, obviously, around the whole zoo. But imagine if they would have got into the other enclosures. Yeah, that would have been They bad. could have gone to town on all those animals. Yeah, lions go hard. I know. They don't give a fuck. Dude, all They're the ruthless. rainbow lorikeet for breakfast. like Oh, feathers everywhere. They can't get a lorikeet. Lorikeets, they have the aerial Advantage. Component. They got the all eye in the sky. They, they knew about the, the lions before anyone else fucking yeah. knew about the lions. Well, do you know who's in big trouble? The monkeys. Kangaroos and monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. It'd be of fucked. course. Lions I mean, I'd say everything that's not aerial would be in huge trouble if there's a lion in the immediate yeah. vicinity. I don't so, blame the lions, by the way. A kangaroo tastes fucking delicious. It is good, and it's good for the environment as well. Yeah, How often that. does a lion get to taste kangaroo because in the wild you, you there's no lions in australia um well there almost was I today mean, yeah, maybe, maybe they <laughs> heard about the kangaroo <laughs> so have you ever seen that simulation online where you can like type in numbers of things and get, get and then it makes it fight it so like ten thousand chickens versus a kangaroo or like ten thousand chickens versus a t-rex this sounds like this the best a... downtime anyone could ever spend by i didn't the way. know that oh, was no. a thing it's a thing <laughs> well you i remember in the early yeah. days of youtube seeing uh tiger versus crocodile and yeah. you wouldn't believe yeah. who wins Stay tuned to find out. Yes, yeah, stay we'll be tuned back right to find after out. this break. I'm fucking tell you. <laughs> See, that's a professional thing. You can use that. There you go. Stay tuned to find out. I'll tell you right that's after this. That's the short tease, yeah. isn't it? Oh, nice. You're giving that's us how you do it. media tricks. Yeah. We short tease. Is that called a short tease? Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, there's the hard tease, the, the soft tease. The deep tease. Soft tease. Yeah, it's all Give very it, wait, sexual. Give us a soft yeah, tease. Yeah, it does sound... <laughs> it's so sexual. It sounds a bit... Give us a soft, a, a soft tease about uh, what's to come on the show today. Yeah, the so um, what's pretty exciting is uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking about lions, but now, is that kind of the gist? <laughs> <laughs> but now, but first, but now. it's something like but that. First, you, know, you, this... you tell them what's happening. Oh, yeah, and then you go, but now we're going to talk about this. Yeah. yeah, and it's so exciting. Can't wait to tell you about these lions. So this is what but I would first, say. Brooke's going to finish telling us exactly how the lions got out. But first, we're going to talk about your new music. Fuck, that was pro. Fuck. Is it good? Oh, my God. Does it sound like you're actually on the radio? I feel yeah. like I want to go home. I'm never going to be that good. That is... Uh, but maybe that's what makes you good, man. Don't put yourself down. Yeah. Hey, thanks, man. Hey, don't worry, man. I got you. <laughs> thanks. But that was phenomenal. <laughs> but it, that was you just sick. say what's coming up and then go, but now we're talking about this. Yeah. yeah. Is that okay. the soft tease? Uh, it's a medium tease. Well, give so, us a hard tease. So, give us uh, like we're a- excited. We're here. We're going to talk to you about <laughs> Brooke's the, rise to fame. Tease. We're excited. We're here. We're here. What's up? And it's going to be crazy. Brooke uh, We got Brooke Boney in the fucking studio. Through <laughs> the ranks of media all the way to Channel 9. But how does it all end for it? Well, stay tuned to find out. Oh, she's that so was good. good. How did oh. it all end? What happened with the Lions in the end? So four of them went back in by themselves. Oh, smart Leon! I know they were like, oh, actually, this isn't so good. Let yeah, me back I told in the cage. You they fucking love they creativity. Love it. They love it. And then there was one of them who was like, <laughs> I, I hate it. this. I'm not going back. And so they tranked yeah. it like oh, a tra- the tranquilizer. But it's all fine. It's just having a little sleep today. Well, everyone's tranking themselves at revs every weekend. So True. I'm sure. They I think it's probably a similar thing going on. <laughs> yeah, everyone's um, getting tranked. But it was super exciting to be at work while it was all happening because you're on air, like you're on live TV and you're getting this information. You have no idea what's going on or where it's going to end up. And so halfway through it, you're like, okay, 
there's so many funny puns that you can be making or things that you could be talking about, but also you're really aware that it could end badly. Like one of them could end up getting killed oh, or, you know, like yeah, someone totally. could someone could get injured or worse. And so it you're like- It could become a very serious situation very quickly. Well, very yeah, quickly. I heard if the there's f- one thing I know about lions, it's that. They escalate yeah. shit very and quickly. I heard the first people called were police who probably don't carry trank guns. They've probably just got They're regular handguns. taser them or something. Well, that yeah, was, or do they taser it? Or that was like the guy that we saw- If I was a cop, I'd be fucking freaked we out. We saw a guy uh, doing stand-up the other night at the Cavelli Hotel and he was talking about how- there was a shark attack near his residence and they, the first people on scene were the cops. And he's like, what, what the fuck's a cop's going to do to a fucking great white shark? Okay. And he, I, was, he was so pissed he's off. He's so angry. I actually have some good information about sharks too. Oh. Please. So, I love shark info. Yesterday this is actually I was watching the shark a video. Cast today. This, is sh- this is shark week. Wildlife cast. <laughs> Lions, sharks. Yeah, we talk about zoos. Shark cast is such hey, a great You want to know who's who in the, the zoo? the shark cast. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there was a lady, and I'm going to try to describe it as best I can with words. But and she most looked of it's like gonna... a bull shark. She was a hammerhead. She was a hammerhead. <laughs> she, she was oh, a hammerhead. <laughs> no, she was like a marine scientist. Oh, yeah. she was just hammered. No, I'm oh, joking no, about that. She was, a, she was a sober marine <laughs> scientist. Oh, okay. And all a lovely person, human. I'm sure. All human. Full. All human. This is 100% oh, yeah. human we're talking about. Yeah. No shark. Hey, you know <laughs> what? I'm gonna... <laughs> but okay. she made it onto Sharkcast and okay. we're about to find out why. But first. Oh, you're getting really good at that. That was, that was hot. That I'm, was I'm good. I'm learning to uh, add it in. Um, so she was about to get into the water and then she's like, oh, wait a minute, there's a tiger shark coming out right now. And so it came towards her and like nearly its whole mouth went over her body. And, yeah, tiger but, sharks are fucked. Yeah, but she didn't care because she's a marine scientist. She, she dives around with them all the time. And then she posted Ooh. this video and it was like, she's like, this is what you do if a shark comes towards you. You get your hand and put it on top of the shark's head. So imagine if the shark had a human forehead wherever that would be, that's where you put your hand. And then you just go, no, cut it out. And you sort of just like move it away like that and then push it away and it goes away. Just everyone's going to be in that beautiful, <laughs> calm, relaxed state when that happens and you're just going to casually Forward put your it. head on top of its head. Listen yeah. to me. I'm, I'm your mum now. There's so many stories of wow. people almost getting completely devoured by sharks though and they just go, they just start freaking out and bashing them. Like, like Mick them Fanning, like, he bopped one on the head and it, it ran yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I think that that was really traumatizing for him. Oh, yeah, yeah fucked him up. Yeah. He said when he came in, he will never surf again. What? Wow. But then he's already back yeah, out he's surfing. Yeah, he's been back. But like, no, he is, maybe he, he hasn't surfed uh, South Africa since or wherever. No, I was J-Bay. watching a thing with him recently and he's still fucked up from it for sure. He yeah. still surfs here and there, but it, it fucked him up. Well, because it, it, you're like one second away from certain death. Yeah, and it's a huge oh. fucking beast. Like the force that those sharks hold. Mm. Like bull sharks are the only marine life that have testosterone. What? And that, yeah, that they go for it. That's a sick fact. That is, this is really shark-ass, checking it now. This is shark cast. Yeah, can you and fact check me Lem on that? Lem is I've, on this. You know how like if you have testosterone, then you get like a beard and like muscles and stuff. Like they get beards and it's muscles. Like, like, okay, if that's true about bull sharks. <laughs> Why aren't they No, they do well. have Why aren't they jacked? Wait, can we fact check I've that as well? Do you shark. get a beard and muscles if you have testosterone? <laughs> <laughs> the bull sharks have a little a so, billy goat's gruff. No, they have a goatee. <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. Like Smash Mouth. Like singer. Shannon Noll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I Guy think Fieri. other animals do have testosterone, but bull sharks' testosterone levels are believed to be the highest in the animal kingdom. Uh, in the that. whole animal kingdom? Yeah. yeah. More than oh. lions. That's why you see videos. I don't know if you've seen these videos that I'm mentioning, but there's videos of bull sharks in like little rivers because they can go freshwater too. Oh, yeah. So like oh, that's disgusting. They go through small channels and if they see, they're like, oh, there's something down there. They'll call up the gang. Oh, and they'll, they'll no, go no, on, no, no, no. They'll no. go on long missions because they can smell where this thing is that they want to eat. And then instead of just eating it off the rip, they'll just like, they'll be like, come on, come on. And fucking just Oh, they like, enjoy the They, they the kind hunt. of enjoy so the So if you're the having a tea ritual. party on the Hawkesbury, you're not going to just encounter one. He's going to go off and tell his, <laughs> his friends mates. that don't worry, Rubes, Addy, and Brooke are having a tea party. <laughs> no, because now we know how up. we just bop them and they're gone. We yeah. go, go, no, we, we don't go, even bop them. We hey, go. get out of here. <laughs> That's, the hand action is so good. Hey. Come on, scram, would you, fucko? <laughs> hey, I thought I told you to get out of here. Yeah. It's like Adzi and I uh, went uh, up into the woods recently and stayed at Big Bear and we, we started watching videos on how to uh, shoo off a bear. Yeah. And you're meant to like make yourself really large and go, Hey bear. Hey bear. Hey, hey bear. bear. No, you meant to keep it low. Hey bear. Hey bear. Hey bear. Yeah. Hey bear. But it's kind of like that Sounds same like thing. That. You just keep it calm, have a good time, just wish him away. Yeah, but as if you're you going to be do the, that, the, the big daddy of the situation, I think. You have is what to be the learning. big daddy. Yeah, but who's going to be the big daddy if you say if you're in the water and there's a great white shark there? I don't think anyone could. I mean, some people have, obviously, in respect to them. Okay, can I show you the video? The first thing you want to do is look at it, face it, extend your hand at the last moment, and place it on top of their head. Lock out your elbow and push down and follow through off to the side. Even if they lift you out of the water, you want to keep the elbow locked to maintain space as best as possible and try to get off the side of the shark and then follow through with your other hand. There are a lot more variables in shark behavior. I'm sharing this just for emergency use, so please always dive with a trained professional. like the team at One Ocean Diving. Wow. See? I love how it's I got... I sick. I love how it's like <laughs> ASMR. Her voice is like ASMR yeah. and, the, and the music is so tranquil. <laughs> and she's like... Like exactly what you were doing. She just goes... Yeah, that see, I think someone... you thought I was exaggerating with the hand, but that's what she does. She's just like, get out <laughs> yeah. of here. Good on her. Yeah, that you is someone go? who disgustingly romanticizes death to such a high level. That was so fucked to watch. I... Or maybe not. Maybe she has this actual bond with those oh. sharks. I was actually thinking about that yesterday because I was like, would I dive with that team? Because, you know, I have to do scary stuff all the time at work. Yeah. Like, um, they made me jump out of a plane. <laughs> and there's no ceiling. Like there's no limit. Like, I have there's to do no scary limit. stuff all the time. Yesterday, I had to talk to Richard Wilkins. I <laughs> 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 joke. So, like, we love Dickie. He yeah. did our favourite uh, festival intro. Uh, we'll add that to at Peking Duck Podcast. Don't you worry. What is some of the other scary stuff that you do? Because you do a yeah, lot the, of shit. Jumping out of that plane, I remember that day. That was I was at the live. gym watching. Yeah. Were you? Yeah, that was It was hectic. live on TV and the whole time. So the, the day before, they were like, you're going to have to do something tomorrow. She was mic'd up for it too. It oh, shit. So there was a camera there. I was mic'd up <laughs> and I was like uh, swearing and I'm terrified of heights. Yeah. And I get really scared. Like, I'm quite, like, a scared person. I'm, I'm terrified of heights too, actually. Yeah. 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 And so the whole time I was like, okay, I'm going to agree to it because they've raised a whole bunch of money for men's mental health. And so I was like, okay, I can't pull out. I know that for sure because it's so much money. And then I was even thinking, like, can I afford to just pay that money? Like, what if I just don't <laughs> buy a house? If I just give them the money instead? And then I was like, no, I can't do it because then people will think I'm a coward and they'll think I have no testosterone compared to a bull shark and I can't have that. This Brooke Boney Bitch who just buys her way out of everything. Yeah, look at her. 
Um, <laughs> look at her. <laughs> look at her. Go. She's a fucking look star. Look at that <laughs> cash splatter. She's a star. Um, and so I thought, okay, there's no way this is going ahead. Like there'll be rain or it'll be too windy or at the last minute the health and safety people will be like, what are we doing? We can't throw someone out of a plane live on air. What if the chute doesn't open? There's a million things that could go wrong. What if the plane has some sort of malfunction? Like, there's so many things that can go wrong when you're going skydiving. Yeah. That's why I've never, ever done it. Yeah. And then every step closer, you know, they're like, okay, everyone, get into the bus now. You've got your little jumpsuits on. You've got your harnesses on. I was like, okay, something, please, by the grace of God, yes, stop, something, this. stop this. Yeah. Just some, stop this. Just some bad happening. weather. The plane can't take off or yeah. something. Just anything. And so I felt like I was going to cry. You know, when you really, you have to do something that you <laughs> really, like really don't want to do. And my mum was watching and what? she was Why like. Why are you laughing? No, because you're smiling while you say it. She was like, I can't watch because I can tell how close you are to like crying. And then once we got out onto the tarmac. And I was like, okay, this is it. I've got to do this thing that I really don't want to do. Then I just sort of went into a trance because yeah. I do meditating and stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to breathe my way through it. It gets out of body, right? It does. Oh, my God. And they were doing live crosses with me and they were like, Brookie, you can hear us. How are you going? You all right, sweetheart? And I was like... <sighs> like... Really? No words in like, the response, just breaths. You know what? Big, deep breaths. Do you, have you ever had that feeling, you know, if you're doing like a huge show or doing a thing and your legs, like you feel like maybe they're going to fail you? Yes. And yeah. So I was thinking like, oh, my legs are going to stop working. Am I going to like poo my pants on air? Yeah. Am That'd I, be sick though. Imagine if I shat myself. Like how, many people, <laughs> how, how many people have shit themselves on air? You would be Australian TV presenter. <laughs> just yeah. shat herself they on air. It would make worldwide news. Yeah. yeah. I would always be known as the girl who shit herself in the sky. But in the name of raising money and love for men's yeah. mental health. I, I do mean, that for you guys. You know? <laughs> for every, and our every, future generations. Exactly. And we'll never forget. Well, you better um, not. <laughs> no, we won't. I do know that feeling that when we uh, went to uh, New Zealand, it was like a you know a corporate kind of Vodafone or something sponsored gig, and they a wanted cashy, us to we like jump off this bungee jump, which is over a canyon, like a valley, and it's 130 meters. The it's Nevis, the biggest one. It's like the-, the biggest bungee jump in the world. And it's you jump from a floating house oh, yeah, it's that is up. only there because it's strapped in to either side of the mountain. Rocks aren't that strong. I know. Rocks oh, can't support yeah. a house in the middle of the air. That's ridiculous. It's disgusting. I'm not an engineer, but I can see that. Yeah. All I have to do is look at it and go, that does not check out. I remember that feeling so vividly of just disgusting feeling of I'm not me. And I didn't feel like me. Even once it was finally over, Adzi was like, oh, that was sick. Let's do it again. And they're like, yeah, we can do that again for you guys. I've <laughs> never was, wanted to do something <laughs> less in I my remember life. Ruben ran, you ran over to a chair because I guess it was uh, something solid. And he ran over to a chair and he sat on the chair. A chair. This is something I like, recognize. Yeah, totally. And he was oh. just like, he went into like a little childlike state. Yeah. Of like kind of rocking back and forth. Okay, so after I jumped out of the plane, like, I felt euphoric. I don't even know how to describe it because it's not like anything I've ever felt before. For for a couple of days afterwards, I guess it's like the hormones or endorphins or something that you get from being- That terrified. That terrified. And I remember looking down at the ground when I was up in the air and thinking, there's nothing between me and the ground. And Mm. this is what I have nightmares about. And then as soon as I got on the ground, I was so ecstatic. It felt like I was- like high on something. Like I was, wow. it was crazy. And I also had this really weird like clarity of 
like expression around gratitude and and also like really weird ability to like surrender to things. Like it really was quite wow. an incredible experience. And so there I ju- I journaled it all because I was like, okay, I'm going to forget this in like two days, so I need to write it all down. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good on you. That's sick. That's great amazing. that you took so much from that, something that scared the shit out of you. Yeah. But that's like just- most things that scare the fuck out of you, right? Like if you push past and you do it, obviously, and you survive – then it's like, <laughs> wow, I actually learned quite a lot I don't from know it. why. I was just crushed and rattled after doing the bungee <laughs> jump. And I was not okay <laughs> for to be like fair, two days. It was, to be fair, that <laughs> yeah, was, opposite. That was the terrifying. The absolute opposite happened to me. I thought, you know, at the end of it, you know, I'd feel like super strong or something. No, I was just crushed, rattled and never been weaker. <laughs> that swing I'm, thing I'm nothing afterwards. but a bag of flesh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give me a chair. I need a structure. Did you feel at any time? I'm just wondering, like, was your stomach? Yeah, the, the whole time. That's why I was like, I can't. I'm, I'm going to lose my stomach. I'm going to vomit or yeah. chew my pants. The scariest part of scare diving, I think, is when they open scare the- Scare diving. That's what it should be scare called. Yeah, change the name. Change, change the name. Diving. Be more honest. Then when they open up the door and then your legs are kind of just dangling <laughs> over the side of the plane and then you look and like look this. under and you're like-, like There's a lot of variables it. with skydiving. Like, remember, we were in Queensland not too long ago. We were on the beach and we saw- um, oh! Yuck, 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 we yuck, kept, we yuck. saw this plane that kept going around and they were doing bungee jumping. Oh, okay, sorry, wait, sca- wait, scare, wait, uh, okay. scare diving. This is what we need to say. Hey, we're going to get into career chat more in a second, but right now we're going to tell you about something really disgusting that happened to the boys at the beach. <laughs> yes! Oh. That was good. That was perfect. That's a tease. That's a that deep tease. That, so good. that was a hard tease. Oh, my God. So, we're there at the beach, and we see this plane, like, dropping people out of it, and we're like, oh, that's, wow, cool. We kept watching it. I'll let you take it away well, from me. because we're you, watching all the these one, uh, parachutes, you know, sort of gliding in the sky, and then we see one parachute, which isn't open, and it's just going straight down. No. No. Yeah. And no. Yeah, like at I, a very fast rate. Like- it was just falling straight. All the rest, you know, kept going and it just went past everyone. No, no. And it was a fair while away from where we were. It was we could see it. Maybe like eight Ks away. And Adam and I just started running up the beach to find out, like, make sure. I don't know. We didn't What could we do? It was a long beach, but There's, we saw a lot of people on the shore. It's just like were. in your brain, you just feel like I need to go there, like, in case there's something I can do. Obviously, there's nothing you can so fucking do. Happened? Well, so what happened? Well, we got there. <laughs> and we're like, what's happened? What's happened? Is everyone okay? Uh, we saw like a parachute didn't open and it was just going straight. And uh, eventually, uh, we found someone who was like- He goes, oi, don't worry about it, bro. It's a fucking falsy. We just had to let it go. Yeah, he goes, shoot <laughs> oh wouldn't open. God. Let it go. And then the backup shoot popped and we're good, mate. And he was scream <gasps> laughing. He's like- <laughs> And we were just drenched in sweat, terrified. Happens all the fucking time. <laughs> no. But a lot that's can go horrific. wrong. I thought that tour was going to be very different. No, no, it worked out to be fine. So when you're a journo, you get emails from all of the emergency services, like every time something happens. So you know, you get emails from police. You got or cop ambulance. radar. Pardon? You pretty much got I've cop got radar. Cop radar basically. Like the next Mad. Level. 
Yeah, and so they'll like send you an email. Oh, someone's died in a car accident. You get them all the time. I mean, that's probably an exaggeration, but I've seen enough of them to be too scared to skydive of my yeah, own free will right. and volition. For sure. I really can't wait to ask Brooke about, you know, how you go from someone living out regional in the bush to becoming one of the most well-known media presenters in the country. But first, I want to ask you about Lego Masters. Hey, <laughs> you've done it. Fuck you've already yeah. done it. What you have before? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my God. Holy, holy dude. That, you were a goner. He just nearly, he fell, <laughs> he fell off his chair. I think skydiving scary times. <laughs> Try sitting on this chair. <laughs> that is his chair is too high. That's the snippet this of this down. whole podcast <laughs> that we have to use. Oh oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> <laughs> it was so- I hope, yeah, the camera wouldn't record it. Oh, my God. Oh my God. You, know when you're like, that, you know when you're that shit scared? Like, and you're just like, fuck. You know when, like, oh. when a dog goes on its back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, They're just like, like get me out of here. Tell us okay. about Lego Masters. I had no idea that you won that shit. Were you always into okay. Lego when no, you were young? No, I was not. Okay. Not at all. Not even a little bit. But last year during lockdown, um, you know when we had like that four-month period in Sydney, and I was, they, they were like, hey, you know, do you want to come and do this show? You'll still have to do the Today Show because, you know, we can't get anyone else in to as the studio. As good because no one's as good you as you. are literally irreplaceable yeah. in every we need way. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, I'm not doing anything else. So let's go. Let's go, girls. So, L- so yeah. let's fucking go. Where's L- the Legos? G, pass me the Lego, <laughs> babe. And so then I get there and I was like, this poor guy who I'm partnered up with, he's going to... Like, we're going to lose. He's going to be like, oh, why am I partnered with this dunce? She can't even do anything. This fucking dunce. <laughs> what are you doing? And so then you have to, like, imagine a situation. So they give you a theme and the first one's like, um, I don't know, Christmas theme because it's br- Brickmas. And so then I was like, why don't we build, like, a house, like a gingerbread house? Yeah. And so then he's like, okay, well, can you draw it? So I'm, like, trying to draw it. And he's like, okay, I think that we need to use, like, this particular method. And then we need to use, like, this strategy and blah, blah, blah. Like, he's basically a builder. He's a pro. He's a pro. He's one of the Lego um, masters. masters. Lego. 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 So technically you're, en- <laughs> you're engineering. So You're he, engineering yeah. and designing and yeah, wow. And so then he was like, okay, so we need to honeycomb the base of this so that we can get the height going, and then we need to do this. And so then he's like teaching me all of these different strategies. Turns out I'm really good at it, like gifted oh, at true. building Lego. Wow. Like the Lego guy, Brickman, he was like, I've never Brickman. seen an Brickman. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name. And I was like, oh, why don't we um, call me Brick Boney? And he's like, um, no, because I'm, I'm Brickman. So I was, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. he said right. <laughs> Trademarked? Okay, I get it. And he's so lovely. Um, no, because um, I'm Brickman. Yeah, there's only room for one Brickman around here, and it's not you, Brick Boney. What if it's Brick Boney? Mm. Mm. I'm Brickman. Uh, there's only room for one Brickman. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so staunch and so good. He, and it's all about Lego. That makes it even funnier. Like, and do you know a- what you can always say? Like, I kept saying it all day, hoping that it would make the cut. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just here laying some bricks. <laughs> and it didn't make laying, the cut. No, it didn't. Because like, people must say that every single episode. It's funny. 
That is funny. <laughs> like it's a I'm, poo joke. I'm, I'm, how did it's that fun. not make it? I don't know. Yeah. They didn't like it. Um, Brickman took it out of the cut. He's yeah. He goes, like no jokes me. about bricks. Yeah. <laughs> It's not a laughing matter. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> okay. He, that's that's exactly what happened. So, Brickman is the exec producer. And he's like, he goes nah, in there nah. and any jokes about bricks, he goes, nope. <laughs> cut it, cut it, cut it. No one will laugh so, what does about bricks. Look like? He's cool. He's called Ryan McNaught. He's the brick man. <laughs> We've got to get him on. Yeah, get him on. He's so nice and he'll teach you how to um, do Lego. I was thinking of like some real arsehole who's like, no, I'm the brickman. No, I know everything about Lego. Like he looks like a bikey, but he's 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 like a Lego. Imagine. (laughs) Holy shit. He takes it very seriously. He's like the nicest man in the world. about brick jokes. Yeah. Don't fucking say bricks. (laughs) (laughs) What, do you think you're funny making jokes about bricks? Huh? And then like pushes all the Lego on the floor. Oh, you're laying bricks, are you? You're laying bricks, are you? Get fucked. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, laying bricks, huh? Fuck me, huh? Fuck me. (laughs) Fuck you. See yeah. that, like, yeah, when me. I go out to like move my car to leave for the day, I can't go because there's just like a big brick structure <laughs> in front of it. Bri- leave then, bricks like, under your wheels. Yeah, and there's like ah. like a weapon made out of bricks, like placed on the bonnet, <laughs> like a threat. Was there a moment when you started playing with Lego or not playing? Designing Thank with you. the Lego. Yeah, <laughs> well, Brickman will fucking have your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Designing with the Lego where it all clicked you and you're like, damn, this is my shit. Like, I'm really good at this. Yeah, that was sick. It was so I was like, this is amazing. And like, you do the build in real time. So you get like 16 hours to build something. Six, and then you you're have, there for 16 hours. 16 hours. Yeah, I mean, you get to go home like in between. What? So you, you do it for eight ah. hours and then you take a break and then you come back. Eight so hours in the, the whole one, time. It's 16 hours in the one I was like, wondering how those yeah. TV shows work. I watched uh, School of Chocolate and the way they uh, have like, oh, you've got 20 hours to build this. You're like, when are they sleeping? It's like, it didn't make sense to me. Like, Wait, they're just up for 20 hours making chocolate? But, okay, it all makes yeah, sense. So you Thank can, you. You can have they a were. break. <laughs> yeah. You can have a break. Yeah. These kids are staying up for 10 days <laughs> making chocolate. <laughs> you get 72 hours Brickman, and you can't stop. Brickman has something to do with this. So when you're, um, when you're doing it, because you're, like, in a studio for the whole time and you start to get, like, a bit delirious and I started, like, they, everyone's playing tricks on each other. You start to sort of like going along with it. And there was one point where Whipper stole a bunch of bricks to like sabotage someone else's um, build. Of yeah. course he did. And Fuck. I walked into the brick pit. <laughs> this is how like delirious you get after building for that long. And I was like, Whipper, you know what? Brickman works really hard to put bricks on the table for us. <laughs> oh. And what you've done, it's frankly disrespectful and I won't have it. And then I was like, like survivor. wait a minute, I'm an adult. <laughs> Deep I'm playing with Lego. Like, what am I doing? What Why did, did I just say? say that? He just was like disappointed in himself. He was, was disappointed in himself? Yeah, for like stealing the other Lego. But I felt like really emotional. So you fully went Coco Loco. But L- went, Lego yeah. Loco. Yeah. Lego wow. Loco. That deep in the maze. Yeah. Wow. You had a pug named Ruben. Oh, nice if you'd bring that up, Adam. I'm, I'm about grieving. To say, I'm sorry to hear about yeah. your loss. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you you actually had two dogs. I did have two, and now I have none. I had one called Ruben. It's a really sad time. And That's... I had one called Jimmy. Yeah. They were both pretty old, and um, 
I just set them free in the national park because I thought, you know what, I would want to live the rest of my life. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. She came in with hits. No, no, no. So, it, um, poor little Fuck. Ruben. That was fucking poor good. Li- <laughs> poor little Ruben. Set them free. Just set them free. Just set them free. No, um, poor little I Ruben. Said, Ruben, had- you may be a pug and sixteen years old, but I'm going to set you free. I know what you want to do. You want to be free. I'm your mum, so you I'll grant you that wish. Become a hunter. Yep. Now go. Go. <laughs> get out, go, go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know what is really weird? Like, because I've never lost any, like, family members who are super close, you know, like immediate family members or anything like that. Mm. And I didn't really understand grief or, like, how it sort of hits you. Yeah. And then when I lost my dog, like, Reuben, at the start of the year, I was so fucking sad yeah i was like bawling my eyes out like uncontrollably and i was like mom how do people deal with it when they have like when they lose humans like yeah. this is nuts yeah yeah how do people process this it's a big thing it's so big it hits everyone differently too yeah sometimes it's delayed you know yeah it's a while for it to sink in i'm pretty yeah. good at like letting it sort of float like i'm very sensitive and so yeah. i'm used to like just getting a bit emotional about yeah, things. Yeah. And so I didn't I didn't feel like ashamed of being yeah. you know, sad or anything, which I think is a blessing because if is. you were trying to like hold it in, you'd be walking around like a powder keg. Instantaneous like- emotions are so good and being able to just like bawl your eyes out the second you feel something yeah. instead of trying to bury it is super important. Do you know what? I think it like part of being good at doing live TV is that. You know, like being able to access your emotions really easily, like being yeah. really happy for someone if they do something happy or feeling someone's sorrow if they're feeling sad. I yeah. think that that makes it easier for people to watch. Totally. So I think that having that ability is is a bit of an asset when it comes to that sort of thing. That's why you're going to be a superstar of media because you can cry on demand. Cry. Um, okay. you, you got to give me something uh, okay. empathetic to think uh, about. A grandmother... Just lost her favorite little cat that she's had for 30 years. She doesn't have any friends. She doesn't have any friends to help her find the cat. But I don't know her. Oh, no. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Thinking about Brooke losing Ruben, I actually started getting sad for a second. Did you? I could actually see that in your eyes. Okay, well, then this might make you, this might tip you over the edge. I don't want to cry on demand. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try. We'll just see what happens. I don't want to cry. I know this is for spoofs and goofs, which really takes away. It's not, because it's all part of the story anyway. I was going to finish this story. And so Reuben and Jimmy, I've had them for their nearly their whole lives. Like Jimmy since he was six months old, Reuben since he was a little baby. And they were like 14 and 15. And um, then when we lost... <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> this is not funny stuff. Adam, look I'm away not, from I'm, him. Okay, don't, don't worry about him. Just look at me, okay? okay so then right. um, Jimmy was really sad. And so he would just follow me around all year, basically. Like oh this God, whole last so year. Cute. He would just wouldn't even let me go into like the next room or into the bathroom. Like he'd be right there by my side. And so this whole year he's been like my best friend. I've taken him to work. I've taken him to like parties, take him out to dinner. And then like in the last couple of weeks, he was just like, I think I've had enough. Like he wouldn't even, he didn't even want to go to the park. Like I took him to the park because I was like, it's probably his last day of sunshine ever. What would I want to do? So I took him to the park to let him sort of run around. Yeah. And he just stood there. He was like, I want to be here. Just take me home. And so then for his last day, I ordered everything on the McDonald's menu and just let him go wild. Fuck yeah. It was, he just loved it. Yeah. That's quite the send off. I feel like uh, that's what I would 
do for myself yeah. if it was my last day, I'd go, you know what? <laughs> Everything it- on the menu. Double Big Mac? Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah, fucking oath. If Dogs love your, chippies. They love them so much. Hey. If you look at your sheet, the second one, uh, there's a portrait of Brooke with Jimmy as oh, well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's from the Archibald Prize this oh, year. Oh, we have the fucking picture. And oh. one of my really, really good friends, Laura, um, wow, paint, asked is, me to sit for her. That is beautiful. And um, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll see you in a minute. I'll bring Jimmy with me. And because he's just always with me and he just sits on my lap like that with his little paw, like say that's Just my hanging arm, over. Just going like that. Yeah. So cute. And um, we're, we're going to share this as well to- uh, This is beautiful. To the Peking Duck Podcast Instagram. Well, Ruben, you, I better yet, your connection with Ruben is immortalized forever now. Yeah. Like the dogs are just so- they're, like, I love dogs so much. They're the but, best. They're the fucking best. Oh, my God. And I thought, actually, that when Jimmy went that I would lose it, I was like, oh, no, I'm, I think I'm going to get depression because I love this dog so much. Like, yeah. how am I going to cope without this bloody dog? Yeah. And then when I lost him, I was actually, like, I was crying. And then I thought, wait a minute. This is probably how he felt every time I left the house. Because they get over so and sad. Over. Yeah. yeah. This is probably how he felt when Ruben left and him. He didn't have Rubes. And then when you were going out. Oh. Yeah. And so then I thought, okay, no, wait. There's a way for me to rationalize this. I've just swapped his anguish for mine. And I love him so much that that's a blessing to be able to do that. That is beautiful. That is. That's it sort a- of just snapped me like into it. And then I was like, wait a minute, I've had this dog for a million years. He's like Prince Philip in dog years. Like, he's so old yeah. that I, then I just felt really lucky. Yeah. Yeah. That is. And oh. I didn't, so I don't, like, obviously there are moments where I'm like, oh, God, I really miss my dog. But it's not like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sad about losing my dog. It's just I feel very lucky. Yeah. So blessed to have been, uh, you know, touched by him. <laughs> well, <laughs> they didn't mean to say it like that. So blessed. Ah, uh, fucking hell. So blessed <laughs> to have had him yeah, and his yeah. presence. Yeah. Oh, my God. But do you know, like, fucking somebody... Adam, stop. Stop. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> it was, like, the most beautiful moment. And then, now I guess, the so is, lucky to is have that, been touched is, is that I could see it. I could see it from about 10 seconds away. Yeah, I was I like, I know what he's like, going to say. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't you f- oh, say it. You oh, are on fire. I like it. On this potty, we have a little uh, a little anchor to each conversation where we kind of talk with each guest about a high moment in their life or a low moment or mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. that's uh, either shaped them, changed them, or it's just a good bit of banter. So can you think of any moments throughout your very illustrious career that have I mean, obviously, the. I, I mean, the, the career itself is just such a high. I can't get over the fact that, you know, someone from out in the country has mm. just gone and, you know, just created such an exciting career for themselves. And it's been such a cool thing watching and knowing you the, along the way, seeing all these, you know, steps You've kept up it real to too. Glory. You've kept it real as fuck. Well, do you know what sometimes I have to reflect on? Because I think you can get really caught up in like 
you know, just keeping on doing stuff. And you guys would be the same, you know, like you just do the next gig or you, you know, go to the next country or, or whatever. And you just sort of like plot along and then you're like, oh, it'd be cool to be able to do that. And it grows and grows and grows. And sometimes it's so gradual that it's like you just sort of forget how far you've come. And then I was doing something the other day um, and I was looking at some statistics. Oh, it was for the Smith family, actually. Yeah. And it was around like people who grew up in housing commission and how often they go on to tertiary education and go on to buy their own houses and stuff like that. So I was looking at those statistics and then I thought, wait a minute, not only have I like done those things, but then I've gone on to get this really huge job that I'm really happy with. And, you know, I'm writing a book that I'm really happy with and I just bought a house and it's one of those moments where I was like, oh my gosh, none of this was supposed to happen to me. Like, if you look at what the statistics are, this was never going to happen. And so I felt pretty happy with myself. Fucking wow. Odds were against you. That was stacked against That's me. That's fucking beautiful. That is dude. so sick. That is so beautiful. It was a pretty lovely moment. Yeah, that is. That wow. really is. You should be super proud of yourself. You're fucking killing it. It's and nice. You keep, you keep leveling up as well. And you've been yourself the whole time. I think that's the most important 100%. thing. A hundred percent. You've never once gotten too cocky. Uh, or just better yet, not compromised who you are in order to get a leg up, you know, to the next notch in the ladder or whatever the fuck you want to call it in this crazy world. Which is hard to do because sometimes to have like broad appeal or to speak to mass audiences, you do have to like sort of change your approach a bit For or sure. you have to like dilute things a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like people do that in music all the time. Mm-hmm. So thank you, boys. Well done. Well, pat on the back to all of us. Brooke Boney, what is, what's going on? Plug some of your stuff. What, yeah. What's the world got to look out for oh my coming gosh. from Brooke Boney? So if there's one thing that I want you to check out, it's just a piece that I wrote for the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age and just um, a word of warning to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners. It shows the image of Cassius Turvey, but we had permission to use it and obviously the article discusses the situation around it. You know what? Share the link on the thingy. We'll put it on the Peking Duck pod. 100%. Yeah. So go check that out. Check it out, That's probably what what I want people to look at more than anything. 100%. Of course. Justice for Cassius Turvey. I think we can all agree on that. Yep. Well, thank you for coming in, Brooke. Hey, guess what? Thank you. (laughs) Brooke Boney in the fucking house. We love you. Listener.